0: the Blaze Radio Network
1: on demand Glenn Beck The Blaze Radio Network so Let's just take a second here and and get out of the uh, the nonsense, the stuff that just really doesn't matter in the end. And let's look at what matters most, and that's us and each other and our and our our fellow countrymen and our children. You know, you know, if you feed yourself with this garbage every day, like I have uh, for the last 20 years, you I mean, you just you're (laughs) it's you can become cynical. You can become very cynical and you can uh, start to believe things that aren't necessarily true about each other, but about our own lives. You know, we were talking about this book, Movie Nights with the Reagans, which is a great read. And it will just kind of take you back to a, a simpler time. Was it? Was it really? I mean, I think our lives were simpler because we didn't have Federal Express. We didn't. I mean, I you know remember Federal Express at the time was was turned down by I don't know how many banks because they said nobody needs a document overnight. Now it's like I need it right now. So our lives were simpler then, but was it was it really any better? I mean, I remember during the Reagan years, I I was I remember working in the nation's capital thinking I'm at ground zero, we could be vaporized. I remember having the nightmares as a kid of, you know, those missiles flying over the pole from Russia. I mean, it was a real fear. We don't have that now? Yes. We have terror. We have North Korea. We have Russia. But is it any worse really than being vaporized? The entire world being vaporized? I don't think so. If you look at what our life... Think of this, and I'll get into the stats here in a second. Stu, just take note on some of these stats. Homelessness since the 1980s down. Violent crime down dramatically down and look this stat up school shootings actually down death of children the needless death of children the mortality rate hunger access to education and i mean access by everybody you're in the jungle with a smartphone access to knowledge to banking institutions to to markets, to be able to make something yourself and sell it. The freedom to speak and actually be heard. These are all things of our day, not of the 1980s. And so before we throw the baby out with the bathwater, let's recognize that there is a baby there. You know what? The only thing that I could think of that I think is really what we mean when a simpler time is we had faith in each other. We trusted each other. We trusted the stranger. We trusted that some you're an American. We're all in this together. We're going to disagree and argue back and forth, but we're in it together. That's the only thing that has really taken our quality of life and put it down the crapper is we don't have faith in our institutions, which in some ways, maybe we shouldn't have so much faith. We shouldn't have blind faith in those institutions. So maybe that's even good. But losing our faith in each other is, is I think the biggest loss of anything in my life that I have witnessed happen. We have to regain that. And I'm not convinced that if social media exists in
0: the 80s that, we, we would be those any things better. would have been the same way. I agree with you. you know, I, mean, I, I, agree. I think a lot of times we tend to remember the things that we like and mm-hmm. delete the things that we didn't like sure. from the past. We romanticize it a bit. Plus, you know, there's a, I think, a, a general tendency to do that. I mean, you're going, to, you're going to do that as a human being, but then in it you're also going to delete things that didn't matter. And a lot, we have to remember that a lot of these fights that we have on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, don't matter. Just, just don't matter. Can the, you even remember, we were talking about this yesterday, can you even remember what the political battle was three weeks ago? What was, I mean, you know, Jared Kushner's in the news today. You think that's going to be an issue in two weeks? Like, I, these things are so fleeting and meaningless so often. And if you go back to those times, I think you just don't even remember them. I mean, you know, Ronald Reagan was in the middle, midst of
1: a lot of, vicious battles vicious. And, and attacks from the media. But it was uh, only covered 30 minutes a day on three channels. Yeah.
0: It wasn't all encompassing. It
1: wasn't every day picking apart everything that was happening.
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, you, you look at some of the stats you mentioned, uh, you know, violent crime rate in the United States has dropped by about 50%. 50 percent,
1: 50, 50 percent and 50 half. And we are looking at ourselves and we're saying, "Oh, we're we living in such dangerous times." It's down by 50% since I was in high school. That's incredible.
0: Incredible. And you I mean if you listen to this show at all, you know that I every time there's one of these like, "We must do something" moments, I'm usually a skeptic of them. I I am usually a skeptic of any Like, you know, the the shark attack phenomenon. Oh, well, there's going to shark attacks, shark attacks. Oh, and then you look at it two months later, like, wait a minute, there was no increase in shark attacks at all. It just was a media phenomenon. You're a numbers
1: guy. That's what I love you. You're, you're, you're so deeply rooted in numbers and stats that very few things affect you because you're like, actually, no. Yeah. I tried to, to do that. You know, I I don't get
0: emotional about those things. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I think you wind up finding out when you look at the real information, um, a lot of times it tells a different story. Now, even I, in that position, was shocked reading this today from Northeastern University. Uh, here's the headline. Schools are safer than they were in the 90s. That's not a huge shock because the crime rate's down. But school shootings are not more common than they used to be. They go through stat after stat. They sh- they show the charts. Mass murders 2000, going back all the way to the 90s. Um, school shootings and mass shootings, 1992 through 2015... I mean, an absolutely noticeable decline, decline, decline in the amount of mass shootings and school shootings. Uh, Students killed per million in fatal school shootings from 1992 through 2015 is when the study shows have dropped by 80 percent. Wait, say that again. Students killed per million. So that's a rate. Right? We're not talking about a raw number. We're talking about the rate of killing Students killed per million in fatal shootings from the 90s to today has
1: dropped by about 80%. It's just happening in mass. That's, I guess, the but difference. But even mass shootings, so this, now let school me shootings question, have gone down. Incidents per year down. Question with boldness. Question with boldness. Mm-hmm. I have a question. Go ahead. Would that make a case for the gun-free zone? Because in the 90s is when they put that in.
0: I mean, I, I, it's hard to make that case given the stat we've talked about many times that over ninety eight percent of mass yeah. shootings have only happened gun, since
1: since nineteen in gun free
0: zones. So it's hard to imagine that that is the factor there.
1: Um, yeah, but but we it's let's always worth it. John
0: Lott. It's always worth looking at. Yeah, right? let's look at that.
1: It's always worth looking at. Um, I mean, what are the other things that have? What are the other things that have uh, changed that? Well, I mean, I think the biggest thing, and this is why this is kind of the, the the genesis
0: of this conversation that we started having during the break, is that a lot of times we focus on, on little things that enrage us or inflame us on a daily basis, and we lose track of the bigger, larger trends that are much more important. As you pointed out, we were on the verge of nuclear holocaust through this period we were just reminiscing about. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And now with crime rates down and with I mean, even if you believe the world is unstable, as we do, and there are a lot of risks out there, geopolitical and otherwise, you have to know that there's been a giant reduction in nuclear weapons worldwide. The fact that Russia is no longer or the Soviet Union, uh, it, it does no longer exist with the amount of nuclear weapons that they had, while still dangerous, is a certain improvement. The fact that they are weaker than they were at their gen- at their peak is, a, is an improvement. We have downgraded the amount of nuclear weapons that we have. I mean, they, were, they built the Tsar Bomba back in the day, the biggest nuclear weapon ever. It was like you know, 50 times the biggest that we ever made. And they, they actually tested it. Now we're talking about lower yields and uh, more, even in the nuclear realm, we've improved quite a bit. But some of these improvements are absolute knock, knock your socks off. Uh, you know, worldwide, since 1990, there has been a 53% drop in the amount of children dying before age five. A 53% drop. This started after Reagan, right? It used to be 17,000 kids that were dying every day that today don't die, that live. Because I would argue, large-scale Capitalism spreading throughout yes. the world and
1: improving life. Uh, life. Let me uh, let me share something. Uh, I was sick a couple of weeks ago and I had the flu, and this was the worst flu I've ever had. I mean, it was it was diabolical. I mean, it ran through our family. I don't. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to demonize the flu. Uh, It was, it was, um, I don't even want to say it was bad. It was (laughs) wrong. Right. Um, But everybody in the family was sick. We were all in bed. Um, And I've never experienced something this violent before. And so I I was thinking, I was thinking, my gosh, we're all down. And I started thinking, you know, typical Glenn Beck thinking. Imagine the Spanish flu of 1918. Oh, my God. Where I think it was a third of the population died. A third. Imagine how weird that was. I was out with a friend on Monday and I said, "How's the family doing?" because they've been down for about a week and a half. Everybody is sick and his wife is sick and he said he said, "Glenn, this he said, this is the first time in my life I've ever actually thought of, wow, what was it like when people just get the flu and just die?" Mhm. I mean, think of that. We don't even, we don't really even, people still die for the flu, yeah. flu, but it's not something that goes through your head.
0: It's, yeah, it's, you don't even
1: consider it. It's, no. it's, a, it's
0: unthinkable when it happens, but g- g- give you this again, 17 kids died in the shooting and it's an incredibly big deal. It's not a small deal. We should absolutely try to solve those problems. But in this span, we've been talking about this five times as many kids in the United States have died from the flu have died from the flu. 85 kids, this is as of last week, had died in this flu season from the flu, which has been a really bad flu season. And while it's absolutely vitally important that we every one of these lives matters, we have to put it in perspective and, and realize how good things have gotten. On this point, Glenn, I was talking about with all these kids that, that, uh, that used to die that now live, that number is over 6 million kids worldwide that would die in 1990 and live today. But when you ask people, has poverty gotten better or worse, 70% of people say it's gotten worse. 70% think it's gotten worse. This is an incredible achievement. Probably the biggest achievement any of us will ever even consider. You're saving 6 million people per year, and that's just children. And we totally ignore it, and we romanticize past eras. Um, So the big things have gotten much better. But you're right, there is that constant angst that seems to just never go away, and it makes us feel a lot worse.
1: I think it's because of, and I'm not blaming it on social media, I'm saying it is leading us um, to view things with distorted vision. It, it, we compare ourselves to other people, we compare ourselves to a better lifestyle, we, we are constantly um, thrust into uh, left-right discussions, them, them versus us. It's, it's not good for a society. And if we can, I, I let me finish where I started. We have to, fi- we have to work hard. We did not think about dividing ourselves and plan on how to divide ourselves. I think others may have Russia, but we didn't. But it is going to require all of us to think, how do we repair this? And if we can just find better. Basic faith and goodwill in each other. We're going to be okay. Glenn the Blaze Radio Network.